Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. I am Chippy. Oh, hello, there's Joe. Special cameo <laughs> from Joe, right on cue. Special cameo, you have to say, I am Joe. I am Joe. He's <laughs> 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 such a laundrette. Thanks, He's bought me a turmeric latte. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Full of anti-inflammatory. How, you, how do you say it? Turmeric. Ah. How do you say it? Turmeric. Turmeric, turmeric. Oh. Let's call the whole thing off, well, etc. What is the right way to say it? Turmeric. Don't know. It's spelt turmeric, but it's not an English word. Therefore, but it's like cumin. Some people say. What, I don't like. I can't say cumin. Yeah, some people say. Like, <laughs> unfortunately, it's, it's, add a dash of cumin. No, I don't know. What. I'm not keen on it the best of times, love. I'm not adding it into my cooking. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Cause me nothing but problems. No, we're not in the 90s anymore. It's not, it's not something I have to engage in. <laughs> no. So, um, um, yeah. But they I'm don't gonna... spell it T T U R. It's T U M, right? Yeah, but if you think about how you spell tune, no, what I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. So it's not oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not spelt turmeric. No, it's spelt turmeric, but it's probably not pronounced either way. We're probably both wrong. Do you remember when we used to have Grammar Corner? I always had a correction. I corrected someone accidentally today with the, she said, there'll be less, blah, blah, blah. And I just automatically went fewer. <laughs> you see, last oh, week we had you in your tweed skirt your tights your brogues and now you're correcting people I've always corrected people perhaps you'll get my most um corrected things which I bet a lot majority of laundrettes would be corrected by me on this is harassed 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 yeah harassed is American if you're British you're harassed Mm. and I automatically correct that even if the queen was in the room and she said she was feeling harassed which she wouldn't but I'd still be like no you're harassed love your majesty um so yeah that's my I've correcting all over the shop um how are you doing I'm feeling a little lackluster today it's been a week it's been a week and uh, I always feel miserable today's the 11th yeah, I've got my poppy on. I you put your poppy on. I don't have my poppy on. Um, but yeah, I always wang on about this every year. But uh, my dad, military historian, specialised in the First World War and always, so we always used to, it was just a very, not big day in my house, but like a busy day. Do you, do you know what I mean? It was just a day, like a noticeable day in mm. my house. And obviously um, I feel like I'm vaguely knowledgeable on the wars in terms of my computer is resting on one of my dad's books, which is just photographs from uh, wars, which is fairly horrific to look at, mm-hmm. uh, which is why my computer's on it. Um, but yeah, so I always feel a bit emotional and I always look at read war poems today. Uh, so I think that always makes me feel a bit miserable. And my lovely uncle died yesterday. Oh no. Yeah, so I'm feeling a bit sometimes I wish I could cry because then that might be cathartic 
But instead, I'll just rumble around being dead inside. But it might be that once you once open that door. Who do we think one day I'll start crying? And you'll be like having to host the Life Laundry podcast by yourself for like two years. Like she's still going. She's not empty. Not got it out of her system yet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're only on 1992. We've, we've got a way to go. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Oh, no, um, that's sad. So no wonder you feel lackluster. I, well, I've not. I just feel a little bit. But also, you know, I've just done that thing. So I've been trying to just do little gentle corrections in my life to try and kind of improve my mental health rather than being a bit passive about it which I think everyone I think that's the problem for a lot of us I don't know if you do this but you go on this sort of I I guess it's almost like when you go on a health kick for physical health where you have all these good intentions and you have all these things in place and then you kind of just forget Mm. And you become a bit lazy. And I think I've been doing that. So I've. I think what can happen. I've got a ringing in my ears. Is that in my ears or is that. I can't hear that. I think it's inside you. It's 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 like, I think the reason why that happens is because you go on this health kick, whether it's physical or mental health and you see an improvement and you feel better. And you're like, oh, and then you stop. But then you, you, it's more about the prevention it's definitely about the prevention and also yeah you're right so that whatever it is that prompting you to make that difference might change um so yes I feel like I've been doing really well at it and then today there's just been a few things on social media that have made me really angry and um yeah so that I find really frustrating because it's definitely thrown my whole day off what like in like a, a big thing or like literally- no literally just people sharing stuff on social media that when you see it at the wrong time oh um is just and usually I don't usually I just scroll scroll on by but today I engaged and it never makes you feel better no. never makes you feel better it just makes you feel more frustrated so I just feel like frustrated and angry and I know that that's partly because I'm sad do you know what I mean and then I think, God, I've been doing all of these things to try and make improvements. But also I read this thing. Oh, I'm not even going to go into that. <clears throat> but basically I read this thing about what happens if you take selected serotonin inhibitors for too long. And now I'm like, oh, God, so I need to sort that out. Trust me, it's just been one of those weeks. Like you said, it's been a week. Mm-hmm stuff just happens but you've been being nice to people it's worth noting isn't it well ish some people (laughs) there is someone in my life to whom i have i have now plotted out a long revenge plan (laughs) involves multiple steps (laughs) i love it often that's all you need though just a plan you don't, I don't have to act on it just to know that it's there you know what? one of the cleverest people I knew the cleverest people I know still know her saw her this morning and that's what reminded me of it when the whole thing with my network marketing company went down and she was like do you have do you have a dossier of everything that ever went wrong or every conversation you had and I was like no 
the shoe. And she was like, oh, yeah, because she used to work in the city. And as a woman in the city, um, she had a bit of a shit time. So she had she had a shitty male chauvinist boss. Mm. And so as soon as he started doing anything male chauvinisty, she kept a file. And then they tried to get rid of her for something. And she handed the file over to HR. And they literally like just f- fed her money for, do you know what I mean? Loads and loads and loads and loads. Cause he just, all of the emails that he sent that were sexist or inappropriate or gaslighting everything. She had this massive folder. <clears throat> and I mostly I'm like, you should flow through life being kind and nice and people will be kind and nice and everything will be wonderful. But that's not the case because some people are just idiots. Um, my dad had two sayings that I live yeah. by, mm-hmm. with both of which my mum goes, oh, Corinna, every time I use them. Um, one, what can you expect from a pig but a grunt? Yeah. And I feel like that's what's going on with the person in your life at the moment. <laughs> and it's always very good to remember it. And when I'm getting really worked up about someone, quite often my husband, who I've taught this saying to, will say to me, what can you expect from a pig but a grunt and I'm like oh you're right I'm putting my Mm. expectations of a situation or how I would respond or how the majority of people I surround myself with who are from a very specific demographic because it always is depending on where you live your upbringing do you know what I mean if you put me in the middle of Scotland I would stick out like a sore thumb with my British (laughs) with my do you know what I mean with because I have no family there I've got no, do you know what I mean? So you're always in a kind of... You've got no frame of reference. Yeah, yeah, you find your little niche wherever it is, although I would go to Scotland and find my niche. I want to move to Shetland. Yeah, but then you'd get sad. But the other saying is, you ready for the other saying? Yes. Why have a dog and bark yourself? Now, this one my mother finds upsetting because I use it in terms of like, Joe will do that. Why have a dog and bark yourself? And she's always like, Corinna, that's not nice. He does an awful lot for you, etc." <laughs> but, <laughs> but the pig, but pig grunting one, are you writing that down? No, I'm writing down something. Just carry on. Okay. So the um, menopause or my brain's like a sieve. Go but on. I do feel you've been saying that since I met you. <laughs> the, um, apparently though, I actually, that's reminded me of something. I was walking with two friends today, both of who are older than me and, um they were talking about the Davina McCall thing on menopause and saying they found it so incredibly useful and both of them wanted their husbands to watch it and I hadn't even thought about it not because I'm not necessarily at that stage but because of skin science I and and because I'm very uh pro-women and pro-women's health and a bit of a spod I feel like I read a lot about the menopause because obviously everything is interlinked. So the menopause has an effect on your skin, but the same things that having an effect on your skin are also obviously having an effect on your mood and your insides and all of that. So I do feel sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm pretty knowledgeable about the menopause. But actually they found it really helpful and they're both at the stage where they're perimenopausal 
or could be because who fucking knows well one of them is but like do you know what I mean they're at they're at the similar stage where you are where it's like am I am I not am I what's happening do you know what I mean and they found it really helpful apparently so for any laundrettes who are at that stage and haven't haven't seen it apparently the Divino McCall documentary was great okay back to having a dog and barking yourself yeah what does it mean why have a dog and oh look police horses why have a dog and bark yourself how can you see that you're in the back of your house yeah but there's a they go through the estate oh okay why have a dog and bark yourself what does it mean yeah well why have something why have a dog and bark yourself why have someone that does something and do it yourself so why so I use it in terms of Joe in that why have so I'll be like no 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 you sit down Joe will make you tea why have a dog and bark yourself like Joe will be my servant why have I have someone I live with who will make the tea make the food take the bins out do whatever I ask him to do because I'm a princess and like a sort of mental roller coaster to live with um so that's a new word yeah what's your new word no, it's. I wonder if Chippy knows what it is. My words are not good. Cat's paw. You should know. Uh, oh, I do know this. If you know true crime, and I was fascinated it's by lovely it. Lovely that term, I think. Well, because it's it's so a cat's paw. If I've got this right, is somebody who does your dirty work for you in terms of so say like if you had an evil criminal mastermind his um the guys that work yeah yeah who would go out and like do all of the the stuff but like they they are his cat's paw yeah and i was wondering if there was like a link between cat's paw and dog's body oh that's interesting because because what would be the difference no no dog's body is is some it has no implications of uh or um bad behavior or anything like that your dog's body is just someone who does the the grind the grunt work for you okay so um you know yeah your dog's body is someone who runs errands does all the boring tasks for you the cat's paw is if you wanted to send an abusive email to someone and you didn't want it to be from you do you know what I mean and you made me do all of that sort of thing I would be your cat's paw (laughs) because I would be doing because I'm doing all the illegal stuff or all the mean stuff or all the underhand stuff on your behalf you're telling me what to do it's not coming from me but it can't be traced back to you and I would be basically taking the fall for it if I got caught I just thought it was a lovely word. Cat's paw. It's really good. I hadn't. I hadn't. Uh, maybe we should have a word of the week. I get very highbrow. I had run out. Let's have to use cat's paw in a sentence this week. <laughs> stop, stop trying to make me your cat's paw. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? I can't believe it doesn't work. If I have to explain what the word is. And I, I, I told my mum and dad for their COVID jabs today. And my, we're yeah. driving back, and my mum was like. Oh, three words that I hate in the English narrative. Juxtaposition, narrative, and membrane. And I was like... Oh, I don't mind membrane. Very odd. 
why, why are we, A, why are we on this conversation? Don't like membrane makes feel sick. Like, mm. right, okay. Um, don't like juxtaposition, why can't you just say next to? And I'm like, well, because it's not about always being next to or adjacent to something. It's just the position of something in, 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 yeah, in yeah, yeah. relation. Mm, well, a narrative. I really hate the way the young people say, but I can see this change the narrative. And she said it in this American accent. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I live with, I live with a marketing man. And sometimes the stuff they say on phone calls, I just stand next to him. Oh, I was horrified this week. The stuff they say, like journey. I hate, oh. I hate the new use of the word journey. Reaching out. Oh, I'm picking the low out. hanging fruit. Oh, that. fuck Rape. you in your fucking fruit. Raise it up the HR flagpole. That's one I heard oh, recently. It was no, like, mm. no. no. But I was horrified this week. Derek gets his work laptop out. He's 45 years old, right? He's got stickers on it. You're going to tell me you've got stickers on yours. Yeah, but you're younger and he has never done this before. I have a big true crime heart sticker. Yeah, but Mike, in the whole time that I've known him, has always had a laptop and not once has he had a sticker on it. He opened up his laptop and for some reason it really got me, got me here. And I was like, why are you trying to be hip? Why are you trying to be hip with all the young things that you work with? Only young people have stickers on their laptops, Derek. The fact that you've never had a sticker on your laptop and now you've got a sticker on your laptop says one thing and one thing only to me that you're trying to be something you're not. Behave yourself like that. <laughs> like, no, we can't get it off because it's... What if he thought, I've always wanted stickers on my laptop and I'm just not that kind of guy. And then he suddenly thought, do you know what? I'm going to do it. It's going to make a tiny bit of me happy that I've long been denying. Oh, I've killed it. I've pissed And, and you. you've just <laughs> knocked that over. No, I'm not having that. It just looks daft. He's, he's got a very high up position in a very big corporation and he's there with bloody stickers on his laptop. Yeah, I don't think I'd Doesn't have it. Doesn't send the right message. I don't think I'd have it on my work laptop. No. Also, I ha yeah, I have a true crime heart with a dagger through it. All of my laptops have to... Oh, I feel like, yeah, but you get... Doesn't your laptop have a design on it? No, got a clear cover. I thought you had. I did. Oh, was it Derek? Yeah, yeah. He had like that. He had that like. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. Now you can't I remember you being like, do we have to pick? Derek's trying to pick this as his laptop. And I'm saying no. no. But it came because they Derek sent the wrong himself. one. So we had this like Monet at night. No, it might not be Monet. It's like a night scene or not Monet. It could have been Monet. For, because they'd sent the wrong one. Oh, wait, and now it come now I come to think of it, he had a a, con, a star constellation one. Yeah, as well. that was one I remember. God, he gets through his laptops. Um, I feel like Derek's trying to express himself, and you're just yeah, but pushing not, it. No, not for me. You're not to express yourself, Derek. No, no. not not in not not in no not in not that in one. laptop form. <laughs> No, we have plenty of walls in this house that still need to be painted. If he wants yes. to express himself, he can do that. But if he said to you, Gemma, I just love a constellation. We're having a constellation wall. You'd be like, no, it's not fitting with an idea for the house, Derek. Well, um, have his shed. Well, when we first moved in together, he had at least 
Okay, controversial opinion. Motivational prints. Right, you know, like very corporate when you used to walk into the offices in like the late, early 2000s yeah. and there'd be like a lion and it would say, courage. And there'd be like, um, I don't know, a, a waterfall and it would say, be yourself. Do you ever yeah. just work in offices like that? No, I worked okay. in publishing. It was all book covers. Okay, so so like very corporate. Like anyway, we we moved into. <laughs> oh no, I moved into. Around going. No, 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 no. No, no, I moved into his house. So he was already living there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and over a period of time, I'm taking these. They weren't that corporate, but I was taking these pictures down, putting them in the drawer. <laughs> replacing them with another picture and like every now and again he'd come back and go oh, it's different in here i was like oh just that's it that's weird what can have changed change the light bulb or something yeah <laughs> and then when we moved he was like okay so you know all those things of mine that you took down and put in that bottom drawer in the spare room can we possibly have them up in the new house no no okay right <laughs> um i just was having a quick look in the facebook group um we've had a couple of really nice comments in there and I thought it would be I was just wanting to have a look in case any were worth discussing at the end of the episode oh um and one that I thought was very interesting and maybe people would want the organized mum's opinion is that Heather was saying um due to lockdown last year and at Christmas they had boxing day at home Mm. and um they had loads of leftovers from Christmas day so I think they usually travel um to her dad's for boxing day but they had loads of leftovers and so they had basically a second Christmas dinner at home on boxing day all relaxed because it was leftovers and she was saying she might have her big Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve this year and then they can have kind of the same relaxed and then it means that she's not spending it cooking and she's not panicking and she can just hang out with the family and does anyone else do it and I was saying I do um in the week run up to Christmas I basically prep everything so that on the day I'm just heating stuff up or cooking the turkey and that's it um and so I just thought it did I think I thought I bet the organized mum would approve of that of like if that's what works for you so so she was like does anyone else do this will it be really sad if we do it? And I was like, well, you can only try it. If it doesn't work, then go back to doing it how you normally do it next year. I um, think it's fine. Like, but I think what works for some people... I mean, I don't have a turkey because I don't like turkey. And you do too, Christmas. You don't do... You like Christmas with just you guys. Yeah. So you do a family Christmas at the beginning of December, don't you? We're having it, yeah, we're having it on the 18th this year, but we'll have like a fake Christmas day yeah and um yeah look whatever do what and I think that's the thing also I've definitely been realizing this I mean I've always known this about myself I'm not good with change and I'm not good um I overthink every decision which we were talking about last week but also I want everything to be for the rest of my life do you know what I mean I'm never going to move again this is the house I'm going to live in for yeah the rest of my life. yeah never gonna I'm never gonna buy another pair of glasses and what I'm going to invest everything is going to be the same do you know what I mean I'm not good at the fluidity of it and actually you don't know what's going to happen you don't know what life's going to throw at you 
and you spend I spend so much time fretting about what's going to happen 15 years into the future that my now is spent stressing and I think it's the same it's like this Christmas that worked really well last year so why not do it this year when it's hopefully a more normal Christmas and if it doesn't work do you know what the year after just go back to having the traditional Christmas lunch do you know what I mean I think we're so rigid in like and also it's, it's I think it's part of being a parent where you're like I want it to be the most magical best Christmas ever and there's got to be fairy lights and snow and singing and everyone and actually it's like well kids will remember that anyway do you know what I mean it all blurs into one happy memory Christmas mm. even if you're like oh god and then that year we ate at three instead of four or whatever they just I've always wanted to be a real rebel and have a takeaway on Christmas Day. Well do it. Because like if you think about it, if you could sort of so Christmas Day is, is meant to be like I know like put a pin in the religious side <laughs> for a sec. Christmas but... Day is not about anything but having fun. <laughs> yeah. But if you were to like write down what would be your ideal family day, yeah. Then it would probably be going for a walk or what watching films, being in your comfies and having a really easy comfort food and for a lot of people it would not be getting up at 5am to start prepping and like no and I realized and I did say this to my mum a couple of years ago that my mum is um very competent in the kitchen and I've inherited that from her and I did a cordon bleu cookery course so cooking doesn't Phase me but also she's always been like I cook a roast lunch most weekends a turkey is a big chicken Mm -hmm. we've never got up at five to cook to put the turkey in do you know what I mean it's always been very much like she would be on a normal day cooking a roast you know who I blame who do you blame Nigella Jamie and Delia it's like oh do you know what I who can do the most common oh. turkey recipe? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my turkey soaking for six weeks or six Oh, absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> she has been known to, um, I can't remember what the term is, where you, you put the turkey in salt water. Brine the chicken. Brine. Uh, brine the turkey. She has been known to brine the turkey. Doesn't make a difference. I, I can actually concur because one year I fell in the trap and I tried to brine my turkey and it tasted no doesn't taste yeah and 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 the thing is she's like the ultimate thing to make a turkey not dry is to not overcook it uh so anyway she so I feel very lucky in that I've grown up without um, I think it's very influential if you grew up where it's a massive stress then that's what you inherit so I think I'm I'm partly very lucky for that and and my husband is is fine to cook but I do take like Nigella's Christmas I make her bread sauce recipe and I do it a couple of days before and it's great to reheat. Delia does amazing parsnips, parmesan covered parsnips, and you can do those the day before. And so I just, so yeah, the turkey is really no fuss in our house and we all like it. Otherwise I wouldn't, I wouldn't be wed to it if we didn't all like it and we'd probably have beef. Um, But yeah, so I think what, whatever works for you I think that's one of the positives of last year was that a lot of people are finding uh, sort of finding their voice even though I hate that expression 
marketing low-hanging fruit um that's what the name of the episode should be uh the um I think it gave a lot of people a sudden realization that they were like actually I do I just like being at home with my kids Mm -hmm. and I and I don't want I don't want to see anyone else and actually now that we've been forced to have a a a break it's easier to not go back do you know what I mean? to, to put in place different things or some people will be like do you know what I really had a miserable time and I I need to spend it with my family and it's really important to me so I do think that is one of the positive things of COVID hopefully. what has been your positive of the week <laughs> oh um happy 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 day i say last week we filmed and it was so funny because because um I, I gave holly a shout out last week and then she sent me a message saying thanks for the shout out in um last week's two minute episode and i was like shit did Gemma really just publish <laughs> did she really just and that's it for this week um um I know what my positive is. We're all, we're literally all ears. All ears. Literally. Um, <laughs> I just have an image of you with ears all over your face. Anyway. <laughs> um, I, you know, Karen. I do. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, know I went saying. and yeah. saw Karen's new in her shed in the what garden it looked fancy schmancy yeah, i thought you'd gone to like i was like i don't recognize it this doesn't look like the room i was in no. are they in a spa no she during lockdown so this, this is our friend karen and during she's a beauty therapist so obviously not being able to work was huge for her and um what did she do she bloody well made lovely Lloyd, her husband, build this incredible salon in the back of their garden so that when she was ready to reopen, because she used to have this room in her house, which was lovely, but obviously not very big. And yeah, now yeah. she's got her own salon at the back and it's just lovely. And so I went and spent the day with her and I had a facial and I hate people giving me facials and it was the best facial I've ever had hands down and a massage and pedicure and um I did do some tidying while she was making me a bacon sarnie uh and yeah it was lovely and so she was like yeah you need to bring Jem you need to go for a day work work day out Jem pamper session with Karen but it was just so nice and um obviously when you're having a facial you're being massaged you can't be on your phone Mm. so I drove to Essex listened to um live better feel more whatever it's called feel better live more Dr Rongan Chatterjee which I haven't listened to for ages because I find him slightly annoying which is fine uh well do you know what I mean I'm mostly I'm like true true crime true crime parenting everything's got to be done and then he's there having a lovely time talking about uh stuff that you can do to be more healthy that doesn't include listen to loads of true crime and eat your kids sweets um and so I listened to that and then I arrived and I wasn't on my phone and I had massaging and it was all lovely and my face I literally nearly drove off the road about eight times on the way home because my glow was so impressive that I kept looking at myself in the mirror so that's my positive of the week it was just really nice and 
such a treat and so nice to go and see someone who you have a sort of internet it'll be much like when I come and see you Gemma eventually in 2039 well my positive for the week is that they um I think by the time I go down the stairs um after we've finished recording this I will have a roof lantern and a roof that'd be nice yeah it's like the biggest roof lantern in the world like it takes takes up most of the kitchen (laughs) that's fine that's fine in fact we put it in was like fuck we've got no room for lights fuck we know what we're gonna do (laughs) that would be fine for me because i i'm a side lighter no well exactly you need oh you need an overhead light for like we've got we've got enough room we're fine we're sorted but yeah that's my positive I i can see it slowly starting to take shape oh there's nothing one of the reasons so I'm doing that thing my dad had another another why is saying from my dad he's obviously at the forefront of my mind today that my mom always reminds me of is he would say your new house is your friend until you buy it and then it's your enemy because as soon as it's yours then you're like well this is wrong and this is as you're experiencing but um of all the houses I've moved to one of the positive things about this new one is basically all the stuff that needs doing is in the outside sheds making that into an office and the conservatory which is very much an old school conservatory that's not really that you can seal it off and it's completely separate from the house and we just need to put underfloor heating in there but it's the first house that I've moved into and it's not like and then we have to design stairs and a kitchen and an extension and it's going to be this and you need permission and it's like oh my god first Mm. time ever that's what's happening whereas you may have had that with your old house no now, oh you changed the downstairs look this is me go- doing a circle we put a double story extension on our old house we doubled the side where where was the double story extension because it was um it was a one-bed bungalow so we went up and out did you because mm. i knew you made downstairs the circle which why do this with my head no we, we went up and double but where distance. was the one bed in tom's room yeah tom's room was the bedroom and then the big hallway was the living room and then they had a long kitchen at the back a bathroom in the middle and like a long kitchen so that bathroom was like the end of the house the end of the bathroom was the end of the house yeah more or less yeah yeah oh amazing i take bargain. it back bloody bargain <laughs> yeah but then you had to do all the fucking work and on that note ladies and gentlemen i'm just interrupted jeffy what you're about to say no i was going to ask a million questions about your building works which is about a house that you don't even live in anymore so i'll move on carry on with your outro speak to you all next week say goodbye jeffy bye